0: enjoying anything but work find us on instagram at abw podcast and on twitter at anything but work for business inquiries and general mail our email is the anything but work pod at (laughs) gmail.com
1: welcome back everyone welcome back to another episode of anything but work we back baby we back it's your boy shane And Caleb Yeah (laughs) Not the same person Different people Different boys Mm -hmm. Different boys Different Different uh, Different men Yeah
0: Damn
1: We're men now Men men I like that Yeah so Your two favorite men Are back (laughs) The two most important (laughs) men In your life Are back with another episode Episode 6 of the podcast Today's date July 22nd 2021 is today uh, an important day for something or is it just normal normal thursday yo it's my boy edward's birthday hey you shit. actually this, wait Ed? for real yeah today's it, no, it it is my, is. My, my little brother jaleel's birthday are you serious oh, shout out to him yeah yo hey! hey shout out happy birthday boy edward 24 Damn, we old. I know my little brother, man. He's nineteen. Shit, are you serious? Not so little anymore. About to be a sophomore in college. Oh my god. Yeah, it makes me feel old. Everyone's getting old, makes man. Makes me feel old. Everyone's getting old. <laughs> That's crazy. Yo, happy birthday! And if it's your birthday, and we don't know you. Talked to him on the phone today. He's like, "Yeah, I'm going to this club in Providence," and I was like, "Wait." He's like, "Well, me. you can't do that." And i was like, "Oh, was you like, probably can." Yeah. Damn. Yeah. He's doing well. He's doing well. That's good to hear, man. I feel like I have. I need to meet your siblings. You met. You haven't met any of my siblings. Never. I was mentioned this to RJ because when I was going to see you on Sunday, yeah, he was like, "Oh, we had Talib's." And, you know, he like randomly calls you that sometimes. But yeah. I was like, I mean, doesn't Talib live in New York? <laughs> so I was like, Yo, like I actually had never met Talib. Like, yeah, <laughs> that's kind of crazy. He and came then, out with us, actually, a couple of weeks ago. Bro, and I... I gotta stop missing this shit. Yeah. Nah, okay, yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm pulling up. I gotta meet this guy. Yeah, definitely. I mean, yeah. he literally lives, like, around the corner, low-key. Yeah, so. yeah, very close. Yeah. Yeah. If any of my brothers have listened to this, shout-out to you. Yeah. All brothers, shout-out if you're checking this out. All the brother Ryan. Peep, what's up? And, <laughs> of course, already mentioned my boy Ed. That's my brother. Another mother for life. Hey, hey! Happy birthday, all gang gang. So, what, uh, Caleb? Actually, also, bad ting. How are you doing today?
0: I'm vibing, man. Just got back from Rolling Loud. I'm a robot, so I can't get the Delta variant.
1: That's great. That's really great. That's, That's great, really bad ting. I'd love to hear that. Yeah, love to hear that. I'm glad you're thriving. Like, I'm sorry you, you didn't really get to talk much last episode, but you know. Because of the territory. It does. And, I mean, we always appreciate her contributions. Yeah, of course. This isn't, uh... What's that one show? First Take? <laughs> I, so... Yeah, Bad thing is allowed to have an opinion. Yeah, Bad thing is allowed us to, to do more than introduce the, the subject of the day. <laughs> Unlike the women on that show, because, like, I, I didn't even know that there was, like, technically a third person there. No, it's really bad. Like, so many sports broadcasts and just shows in general will have like the female host yeah and literally all they are there for is to introduce the topic and that's it sit back and and look pretty pretty much it's really it's really messed up well and now that you say it like that I'm kind of like we're only a little better than that are we well I mean you can't see bad ting although she's very pretty thanks um (laughs) she is very pretty It's not prettier than my girlfriend Jasmine of course (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> to make that clear I'm just kidding she's not a jealous person yeah Bad Ting's a very pretty robot Bad Ting yeah but also yeah in the name right like yeah, yeah it'll be <laughs> be kind of like like her name is Bad Ting and she's not but see this one talking, we're not we see that's what I'm saying are we much better because you know like Bad Ting just kind of like talks when we ask her to throw something in No, I mean, I agree. We do. I think we need another voice. It would be nice to get another voice in here. Yeah, it would be nice. We we are going to start having guests, I think. If anyone wants to be a guest on the podcast, let us know. No, actually, though, like if you hit us up, one, if you hit us up, that means you listen at least four minutes into the episode which means you're a real fan. Mm -hmm. Um, We appreciate you. (laughs) Stick around for the next like 60. Yeah. Um, But, you know, also like we totally like just be down to have whoever on this. Definitely. You don't got to be famous to be on the show. It's anything but work. Anything. Literally anything. Yeah. Anything but work and nothing but classics, baby. Don't forget. Don't you ever forget. (laughs) That's what's up. So, so bad thing, you know, we're going to make sure that you're heard and we really appreciate what you do. Yeah, for the show. No, no, always, always. Always, always. Love and peace. Mm. Speaking of um, of love and peace. Kanye West. (laughs) (laughs) Kanye West right now is a live stream (laughs) for the release of his 10th studio album, which is like a damn lie, right? Is it actually his 10th? That's what I'm saying. I don't think it is. You think on it's a technical more or less? level, I think there's more because I remember mean, there was the um, the whole Wyoming summer where he produced all those albums. Okay, but he produced them, but he wasn't like the artist. But then what about Kids See Ghosts? Because he was the artist on that. It was just him and Cudi. Mm, maybe. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. It's like eh, it's well, like I think he, like he's less of a like performer on the album. Like, it's not, it's like Kids See Ghost is not like a Watch the Throne situation. Yeah. Where it's like you're bringing these two, I, like, it's a very different thing. Yeah. One of the best things he's ever been a part of, to be honest. Kids See Ghost or Watch the Throne? I think it's one of the best albums. Well, Kids See sorry. let Sorry. Yeah, Kids See Ghost. But also, I'm not trying to shit on Watch the Throne by any means. I also think it's a great album. I'm not a big fan of Kids See Ghost. Really? What? I, I like one song. I like that one song, Reborn. Yeah, Reborn Ghosts. But of the of the was it four that he produced? It was Daytona. Daytona. Yeah, yeah, Ghost, and then Tiana Taylor's album. You forgot about Nas's album. Oh, and <laughs> so now. did everybody else. She was trash. Nas's album was not good. Was not good. Pushes was the best. Pushes was the Daytona. That's an incredible album. I've listened to. I've listened to Tiana Taylor's album from that era more, but That's then my second I, favorite one there. I think it balances out because I had no idea that she dropped an album last year, and people keep reminding me, but it keeps getting memory hold. Like I keep forgetting that she dropped an album. I still haven't listened to Tiana it. Taylor is incredible. She's she's, she's very very slept on, super talented, super slept on, super mm-hmm. talented. Yeah, and she's she's dope. So you know, we talked about the Mount the the Rap Mount Rushmore episode one. Tiana Taylor is definitely like. At least like St. Louis Gateway Arch. Is she a rapper though? She's an artist. She's an artist. I'd put her more in the everybody raps now. I mean, we can talk about the R and B Mount Rushmore for, but that's a whole different story. The R and B Mount Rushmore for the two thousands. Well, I mean, we got to talk about. Let's talk about the I mean, yeah. Let's do the 2010s. And obviously, the R and B Mount Rushmore is is interesting because I feel like. Maybe this is not true. What I feel like when R&B artists are like problematic, they're problematic. Like, <laughs> oh, what my are you God. Thinking about- I mean, Chris Brown. Oh, yeah. First and foremost. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I got Tory Lanez. <laughs> Obviously, like this man was not the 2010s. But I mean, R. Kelly, bro. Like, nah, that's, that, I mean, you like, damn. Yeah. That's, that's like thinking about category. Mount Rushmore. But you actually have to think about the historical implications. That's, that's fair. I mean, Usher hasn't really done much wrong, but have you seen the Usher books? That was wrong, bro. <laughs> How are you going to pay those those hardworking sex workers? They're just trying to strip and get some money from Usher, knowing that he has the money. And he's giving out fucking Monopoly money, bro. Oh, my God. The disrespect. Can you imagine, bro? Imagine, imagine you went to the strip club and started throwing shame bucks the abw buck should we make some yeah let's make some abw money bro (laughs) somebody gonna take that shit did i tell you about this time that a guy like handed me a hundred dollar bill i was in providence actually it's like oh my god like six years ago guy hands me a hundred dollar bill and he's like keep it and i'm like yo thank you like this is amazing (laughs) and I like flip it to the other side and I'm like yo this is like oh my God he's a Jehovah's Witness or oh. like it just had like all this, it was oh, Like I you, you know God's love is like yeah. there is no price and I was like honestly like my faith in miracles would have been strengthened more if this was a real $100 bill <laughs> that you just gave me I'm just saying marketing wise <laughs> would have done a lot more for me I think yeah. <laughs> That's fair. That's you fair. Know. Um but back to back to Kanye. That's right. where we started with this. Speaking of God, full circle. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I mean what are your thoughts? Are you are you gonna tune into this album? What's what's going on? So I skipped the last two Kanye albums. Obviously mm-hmm. I just said I listened to Kids Ego, so I was weak the summer of twenty eighteen. But you know when Kanye started doing the whole But you didn't listen to Yeah. I did not actively listen to yay. Um, I heard a, a lot of it through osmosis. Okay. There's only seven songs. So you probably heard almost right, basically all of it. Yeah. Right? Um, and I was just kind of, didn't really super enjoy what I heard. Mm-hmm. I think it wasn't like technically bad. It just wasn't like, I think it was a combination of like my distaste for him as a person at that point in time. Why? You gotta, you gotta. Oh, like, like you know the the Trump shit. I mean, yeah. I think my my issue with Kanye. I'll say this: I think Kanye is very brilliant, mm-hmm. but I do feel like I had an epiphany recently that sometimes I give these niggas too much credit. And for in terms of like you know when we say the oh, word genius, right? Mm-hmm. Like we're talking, we usually are talking about like some dude who's doing like some next level shit. Yeah. And I feel like sometimes we, we've we just done it too much. So I feel like I'm not to say, and I'll say this. I think Kanye legitimately is like musically, like he has a gift. Yeah. Like it's, he's he's gifted. Yes. Like he, he has something special, but I feel like the hype has gone to this man's head combined with whatever else he's got going on in his life where it's like, it has got to a point where I couldn't do it. I was like, I feel like this man's ego is bigger than any like, foundation of a moral compass that's true and it's not even like you know every artist i listen to has to be a good person because i don't know them Mm -hmm. you know um but i think kanye was always kind of like a hero to me i was very disappointed by him i was like i'm just kind of not interested in whatever he's putting out right now that's fair i mean i think it's also i mean yeah i i definitely agree in that everything that he was doing during that time period um, at least publicly, right. was just not okay. Nah, uh, we went slavery. Into, a choice. Yeah, we well, went to TMZ and said slavery was a choice, and was rocking the MAGA hat everywhere he oh went. It was God. just after going from George Bush. George Bush doesn't like black people. To, to I don't that, like black people. That was pretty. That was a pretty drastic switch. But I do think it's also important to recognize that. Um, I mean, it's well documented at this point that he just was like. Mentally, not okay. Yeah, he was in a really bad place at that time. Yeah, Um, and and so you know, it's I don't I don't want to. I've never got to the point where I was just like, fuck him, like exile him. I don't want to listen to him because I was just like, okay, what you're saying right now is ridiculous. Mm. But I don't know if I ever believed that he believed what he was saying. I could see that. Where it's like it's less about like any kind of political conviction and more that like he just started saying shit. He got attention for it. Yeah. And then like he just started rolling. And and I'd argue that both are. Both are irresponsible. Mm -hmm. But also I think I've gotten to a point where it's like nothing I say or do is going to make Kanye West like not be famous anymore. Yeah. So it's kind of like this is just a personal choice where I'm like, I'm kind of not digging the music. But, like, you know, maybe he'll come around. And that's kind of where I'm at now. Yeah. Where I'm like, okay, he's obviously in a very different place. Definitely. Know? This is post-Trump. This is post- Divorce. Divorce, you know? Like, I mean, even even by the time um, Jesus is King came out, he was- Grandma loves that album. He was, really. She's really into Christian rap. It's all she <laughs> listens to. I mean, it, yeah, that's all she listens to. Yeah, but even at that point, he was already off of, like, he wasn't really active on social media at Mm-mm. that point. Mm-mm. Things were pretty private. Um, Until, you know, it was the, the Chris Jong-un tweet. Yeah, yeah. And he posted <laughs> his whole contract. Yeah, and Best then he peed, on, all peed on the Grammy. I forgot he did that! yeah Damn. <laughs> yes he is he's an eclectic character oh i mean i don't think anyone's ever argued against that nope and i i've still supported kanye when he was on some some shit i didn't like like uh when he and taylor swift were beefing i called her a snake for years (laughs) so so you are listening to the album yeah all that to say i'm gonna listen to this album do you have any expectations or i mean i think kanye has never made the same album twice yeah. So if it's not Jesus is King, which I thought, you know, from what I heard, again I didn't go out of my way for it, was pretty underwhelming, you know, then I'm then I'm excited for that. Yeah, I wasn't the biggest fan of Jesus is King. Um because 'cause I'm just like I'm not a big gospel person. Fair. Um I've heard great things about the album. I mean I listened to it. It wasn't for me, but I have heard great things about it. Obviously, it won two Grammys, which is impressive. Yeah, that's, that's not to, to say the least. But wow. I would be a little disappointed if we get another Jesus King, to be honest. That's fair. Then that's that's how where I would be at. I'd be disappointed. Actually, this this was um I was just talking about this yesterday with mm-hmm. a couple of friends. But what are your top three? Oh, Kanye albums? Yeah. Oh tough tough question tough question so ah, this isn't even a hot take i think everyone just has their own nuances but a lot of people sort of rank like the og graduation trilogy yep as like you know there this is Pete kanye i wouldn't disagree but i think late registration is my favorite kanye album which is the middle it's the middle Uh, middle. so that's um with diamonds from sierra leone yep uh, my favorite bonus track on any album ever, Late. Oh, my God. As someone who is chronically late to everything, <laughs> that song is the anthem. <laughs> he has a song with Adam Levine that's actually good. Levine? Yeah. Levine. Ooh. <laughs> Ooh. Bad thing cut that. Yeah. <laughs> Bad thing cut that. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, no. Yikes. Yeah. Uh, adam levine mm-hmm. anyway yeah that's that's song of slaps yeah, that let me see it. the track that's oh. so that's your number one that's my number one uh also gold diggers off that album yeah um drive slow great song all amazing songs hey mama hey Ma- yeah i'm sorry it's it's a great album yeah um so that's i think that's my number one touch the sky yeah Dude, yeah, 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 we could go. <laughs> yeah. I could go for hours about that album. It's so good. Uh huh. But then I think the next two, ooh, tricky. It's tough. It's really tough. I mean, he kind of does not miss until he started yeah. missing until the last two. Honestly, the life of Pablo is number two. Mm-hmm. The life Pablo is number two, and I feel like. I think that's a little controversial because I feel like when it, it's it's less controversial than you think. I think it's less controversial now because remember when it dropped? That was senior year. Yeah, and I remember talking to um, like uh, one of like our advisors. He was like the only black guy advisor. Oh, yeah, Mister. Oh, okay. I'll bleep that out. But he's cool people. Um, <laughs> but I remember I was like sitting with him. So, you know, he a grown ass man. Like he's heard music. You he know what he's talking about? I was like seventeen, and he was like, "Yeah, it kind of sounds like." a greatest hits compilation of music he has not released yet, which mm-hmm. is to say it did not feel very cohesive as an album. At this point in my life, I disagree. Mm-hmm. I think the life of Pablo is very cohesive. I but, agree. But I, I had that to say that it was like me, Caleb, and the boys, like, listening to that shit at, like, 3 a.m. Every like, day. every While day. While brushing our teeth. While brushing our v. teeth. Ultra light. Bro, <laughs> we knew. We literally listened to the almost that one night when drew spent the night we literally listened to the album like five times through yep That's what were we, what we doing? doing we were just sitting we we're like playing, talking talking we're we playing any games i think playing? we were, i think you guys are playing FIFA, fifa or talk and then eventually like the last three listens we were just vibing yeah to that album like i think we just sang the whole thing through yep <laughs> it just it came out at the right time in in our lives in my life like you know into high school signed this weird like end of your early teenagerhood, young adulthood start, like, so yeah, I can't remove that. It's, it does feel very coming of agey. Doesn't it? Somehow. Somehow. Like, I'm listening to him like, he's like, let me quote from the good, from the the life of Pablo itself. If I fuck this model <laughs> and she just bleached her asshole <laughs> and I get bleach on my t-shirt, mm-hmm, I'm gonna feel, I'm gonna feel like an asshole, and part of me was like, "Wow, it's, this was made for me." That's modern day philosophy. Yeah, I was like, "Damn, this is making I, me think." It's made for you. Do you you relate, or, or well, I don't relate <laughs> in that sense. But it's kind of like I saw someone who actually wrote like a really good like a really hot take, not a hot take, but an analysis of that song in a text message, and I think it went along the lines of. The whole song is called Father Stretch My Hands. Uh huh. Like, you know, it's kind of a religious title, but the lyrics is such a sharp contrast because he's fucking this model. Yeah, he's got bleach on his T-shirt, but the bleach on the T-shirt is kind of his realization. Like, wow, I've become everything I've hated about famous people. Mm. And that's kind of the whole theme of the album. And I'm like, wow
0: that's kind of dope when when
1: you put it that way yeah that's kind of dope right yeah yeah second place easy okay and number three uh i guess i gotta put another goaded album up that's actually really hard i think it's probably a tie between the college dropout and um what's it called my beautiful dark twisted fantasy hmm probably give the edge to college dropout hmm but it's a slight edge. Okay. It's a slight edge. So I guess that's my top three. Yeah. Yeah. No, that's that's a good three. I, I mean, it's hard so to three. it's hard to go wrong. It's hard to go wrong. Yeah, unless it's like. I really feel like if Ye's in your top three, it's the only way you can go wrong. And that's not even to say Ye is bad. I just don't know if it's Ye shouldn't be top, three. top three. It's just not a top three album. No, nah, it's it's given, given his discography, absolutely not.
2: Mm-mm.
1: For me, um The life of Pablo and so during this discussion, I had life of Pablo at number one for me. Oh, um, just like at a personal level, I feel like it was more the most influential, um, for me largely because of all the things that you just said. Right. It dropped at the perfect time. It dropped at the perfect time. And then even into college, like waves would come on at a party, like (sighs) father stretched my hand, ultra light beam. And it was just like, Everybody there just hopped on the same vibe. And it was, even to this day, honestly. To this day. If you put on Father Stretch My Hands, part one at the club. Yes. you had a kickback and waves come on. It's like, like, right. everyone starts singing. Everyone knows all the song, uh, all, the, all the lyrics. All of the, the lyrics. Um, so that's why I have the Life of Paul but there for me, this is like obviously a very subjective list, of course. Of course, um, we're not Anthony Fantano, yeah. <laughs> <The> scores, <laughs> um, what do we look like second for me is My Beautiful Dark Twisted Fantasy, okay. Which is actually heard you. the second album I've ever purchased Was my the first life. Um, curiosity's sake, uh, the first that's a good question, which it was, uh, thank me later, Drake. <laughs> <laughs> oh so you okay yeah the 22 the early 2010s you know what you were doing oh i made mean, some I, smart investments yeah, i still have it on my phone to this day wow i can actually literally see it because i've only bought like six albums in my life yeah no i bought like and, three and they're all right here look at this yep yep there Thank they go me later my beautiful dark twisted Tennessee blueprint three channel orange and Good Kid, Mad City. Those yes. are the Surf only was five. free. Yeah, yeah, Surf, surf was, free. was free. So that don't count. Everybody got Surf. Those are the only five albums I've ever purchased. And honestly, if you only bought those five, like, yeah. that's a nice selection. It's a great five. That's a great five. It's a great five. Whenever I'm in a spot where Spotify isn't working for me, don't have an album d- uh, downloaded on my phone, these five I can listen to for the rest of my life, honestly. That's real. Good, good picks. Um Yeah, so second, My Beautiful Dark Twisted Fantasy I mean, what what can I say that's... what. There's nothing to say wrong about the album. Yeah, they got Chris uh, Rock on there talking about reupholstering vaginas. Like, like, just going down the list, Gorgeous, Power, All the Lights, Ugh. Monster, Soul pole, Devil in a Red Dress. Don't like, make me change my mind, Run Away, bro. Hell Don't of Don't make a me light, change my game, mind. Lost in the world, Who Will Survive in America. That's, that's actually, like, a flawless album yeah no actually now that I'm tribalist. saying this this might be number one yeah I was about to say <laughs> you're changing my mind like <laughs> actually this might be number one I think this is my number one Ooh. <laughs> because now that you say 2010 it's been a whole decade of me listening to this album 11 years now Oh, more than a decade mm-hmm. and I'm still not over it <laughs> when that first note hits on um, on Runaway Boom.
2: Can we get much higher? Yeah,
1: it's just different. It's so
2: hard. It's, re-
1: it's just different. It hits different. I used to call it the crying dog song because I didn't know what the <laughs> name was. <laughs> I can't say it. I'm sorry for putting y'all through that. <laughs> the, last, the third one I got, College Dropout. Okay, see? That's yeah. that's a good list. That's, I mean... It's a good list. Yeah. yeah. You uh, that's, that's the thing. Like None of us mentioned... Watch the throne. None of us mentioned 808s and Heartbreak. I don't think either of us had Graduation. <laughs> Neither of us had Graduation. but I, And that's the thing. It's like, these are all great albums. Yeah. The only, like, Kanye kind of album that some people consider classics that I still don't really like is Jesus, And I I still don't think it's bad. I like Yeezus. I think it has some great songs. It's low on the list for me, though. Yeah. It's not very high for me. It's low on the list. I remember when Bound 2 came out. Ugh. That song would, me and RJ would be in our bag, listening to that song you know, I, in the dark. How can the I life. forget?
2: Yeah.
1: I walk in the room like, what are y'all doing? Watching the music video for the 15th time. I want to fuck you hard on the sink. After that, I give you something to drink. Nah. Yeah. That's real love right there. Shot forever 21 and just turned 30. Yeah. Mm. That's real love, he love so, I mean, with all that being said, I'm excited. I'm yeah, ac- honestly. I'm, a- I'm excited for Donda. I just reinvigorated myself and my Kanye fan I'm having this conversation. So, thank you for this. Yeah. Honestly, like, I legitimately, I am going to give him some grace mm-hmm. and hope for the best on this one. Yeah. Hope for the best. I think he deserves a second chance. Yeah. Of all the... Because he... Like, what he, what he said... Compared to all the people that you named earlier, when oh, going yeah. back to the R and B artists, I like like what Kanye said is damaging for sure. But he didn't physically harm anyone. Yeah, he's no Chris Brown. Man. Yeah, he's a monster. Like <laughs> right, straight up, Tory Lanez too. He just had some whack opinions for a hot second. And who like, hasn't read? I mean, I, you could probably listen to these last BLB five episodes. And Sean think the Earth is flat. You could probably listen to these fa- last five episodes and hear me say some whack opinion. But not, okay, no, 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 hold up, hold up, hold up. Because I don't want want us to somehow contextualize ourselves as somehow being more problematic than we are. Because I can't even, the wildest shit I think I've said is that Kanye's d*** must go crazy. You mean Tarzan? I am the number one most impactful artist of our generation. I am Shakespeare in the flesh, Walt Disney. That's a Freudian <laughs> slip. Well, that's a yeah. big Freudian yeah. Yeah. slip. Yeah, but he's got four kids. Yeah, <laughs> with Kim Kardashian, and she fucked the coolest nigga on the whack points list. So <laughs> I don't know. I feel like maybe. Let me stop. I've already done myself. Before. Yeah, you're too far. But to I'm be, saying, I, I, that's probably the worst thing I've said. Unless bad thing, if I've said something worse than that, let me know.
0: I honestly don't feel like it.
1: I think the worst thing Caleb said was that he just does not know anything about the furry community. Yeah, either, and, either the furry take or the Chuck and Larry fake take. I feel, both, I feel like the Chuck and Larry take was like, was we more, really had not seen it in it was, a long time. That was pretty misinformed there. That was very misinformed. Yeah. And definitely working from an, from an ignorant standpoint. Yeah. Not to say it was okay, I'm just saying like... <laughs> Yeah, I don't know. We're not. I don't think it's that bad. we're not. We're not on that. We're not. We're not on the, We're, not, we're, not, on the same we're not beating up people. We're not shooting people in the foot. Like, yeah, yeah. Some yeah, of yeah, these yeah. niggas are trash. And Kanye, you know, he said slavery was a choice. That was very bad. But then, I mean, you know, I feel like he's not. Also, this makes me feel like the new album's gonna be fire. You know why? Why? My beautiful dark twisted fantasy was after the last time he was socially exiled. <laughs> from the the Beyonce and Taylor Swift thing we took the mic that is true I he, forgot about that yeah he went to Hawaii and holed up and was like I have to like get in the cocoon yeah and I figure my shit out and he made a fire album so maybe after a failed presidential run the end of his marriage to the woman of his dreams I mean um, this is this is um this is a thing right like artists make their best work when they're down that when they're true. down bad I mean, it's, RJ has want the weekend to be depressed again for years because <laughs> he he misses that. My, my other thing too is that if you're naming, or if you're naming an album after your mom, stop, bro. It can't be bad, right? Like it, it, it literally can't be bad. Yeah, <laughs> I. I'm not can't. a rapper. I'm not an artist at all. If I were to name something after my mom, it would have to be the best thing I've ever produced in my life. Yep, that's it. Yeah. It's it. gotta be the best. Also, the the commercial that came out was pretty fire too. The commercial kind of worried me. The commercial itself was lit. In what way? Sonically, oh I God. was getting some Jesus is King vibes. That's <laughs> I mean, why I was I a little that. that's why I was a little concerned. But also I was like, good for Shakari, because you know she's still getting her bread. Yeah, shout out Shakari Richardson. For real. Because seriously, she actually this is the biggest W ever for her. Not the just her where her life is at right now. Cause everybody at the Olympics getting COVID, bro. <laughs> 60 people already. Like they should have canceled the shit. So would you rather go to the Olympics, get to Tokyo, get COVID, and then not get to live your dream? Yeah. Or smoke some loud, dust everybody in the trials anyway, <laughs> keep all your sponsorships, and you don't even get COVID and have to go through yeah. that. And Olympians don't even really get I mean, you don't get any mon anything monetarily from no. the Olympics. So she just she just telling all her new sponsorship. I'd say the commercial was very weird for me, commercially. Oh, it's like a it, it wasn't a good commercial. No, not that it wasn't a good commercial, but it was like okay, it's it's a beats, Apple music and nike commercial that's also the premiere of a new premiere of a new kanye album and kanye's associated with adidas and gap that doesn't seem like a like a great investment commercially if that makes that is confusing right (laughs) that is confusing like you got five different brands in there somehow I've never seen a commercial like that before, especially in, in the 12 or 15 seconds, however long it is. It's the future of commercials. I think it was just like, every brand was like, oh, we'll do whatever it takes to get onto this kind of commercial because a million people are going to watch it. Yeah, because it's going kind the of middle of game sakes. Yeah. If that makes sense. Yeah. No, I can see that. I can yeah. see that. That is that is a little... It seems like it's just the future of commercials though because um, Lil Nas X before uh, Montero the Call Me By Your Name song dropped. It was in a Logitech commercial mm-hmm. that he did the voiceover for. Oh yeah. And I was like, yo, Lil Nas X, I love you, but what computers, bro? <laughs> I mean, I said the same thing when he did the Roblox concert, but I was also like, that's all Red Ro- friend You did a Roblox concert? Bro, did you see that shit? No, <laughs> yeah, bro. You did a concert. I didn't know that. <laughs> I didn't know that. He did a concert in Roblox. Like a a Fortnite concert that Travis Scott did in Roblox. It was not as cool as the... I'll say it right now. It's not as cool as the Travis Scott concert. I was there. (laughs) I got the emote. (laughs) I have proof. That Travis Scott concert was crazy. I mean, I I highly respect Lil Nas X, but he's an an interesting dude for sure. I think he's probably... I think he's the future of music. Like, he's actually not going anywhere. And I love that for him. No, he's and, not, and us because the music slaps. The music does slap, but to think that it all started with Old Town Road. Yeah, I I was just telling Jasmine that like the my first time hearing about Lil Nas X was when I came back from Australia and I was with you at Columbia, and somebody was talking about the song and I was like, oh, what is it? You know, like oh, some kid did like a TikTok song about being a black cowboy and now it's a trend, <laughs> and now his new song, was drops Friday, is produced by Kanye really yeah dude damn yeah uh rj played me the leak version yesterday it's it's fire oh you heard the whole song already yeah well it's it's a leak so it has everything but the feature okay it's jack harlow okay he's all right i like jack harlow he seems like a fun dude i actually i've only heard like one of his songs and i oh really yeah you gotta listen he has a good album I mean, it was fire yeah. It was a good ass song is he's, he's pretty good yeah boy out of kansas city why isn't that no, in he's kansas? from louisville Never mind. <laughs> I'm just saying so many incorrect things today. see these slips, man. Hey, there's nothing wrong with that. I, I mean, I think with all of that being said, shout out Lil Nas X, shout out Chikari Richardson. Yeah. And I think we're, it seems like we're both tuning in for this Donda album. Yeah. So hopefully maybe by next week, we'll have some, some, some takes on it. Next week we'll review Donda. <laughs> better be good. Yeah. <laughs> Better be good
0: <laughs> As of July 29th The day they record Episode 7 Donda is still not out LOL
1: We, we actually There's probably Some reviewing We should do soon But first we should Talk about game 6 Where that commercial Premiered Yes Yeah, That's a good segue Right there uh, get Yeah, better. I'm getting really I'm you getting get better, better. <laughs> I'm so bad at them uh, Traditionally I'm awful with segues um, So I'm actually Not gonna mess it up You wanna say Giannis' full name Caleb? Yeah Giannis Antetokounmpo I actually, I looked up. Clean. I looked up the the pronunciation, I just do. so I can get it down. Because, because I, I love this man. He's such a great dude. He's, he's um, actually amazing. For for those who are unfamiliar, um, Giannis Antetokounmpo plays with the the Milwaukee Bucks. Twenty six years old. He is from originally from Nigeria. His mm-hmm. family immigrated to Greece. And they were. This is a real rags to riches story. They were right. rags, rags, dirt poor, selling DVDs, sunglasses, oranges, ba- oranges, basically anything that they could find, literally in the streets of Athens. Um, and his, bro- him and his brothers, who two of them are now in the NBA, literally shared one pair of shoes for years. Um, and now Giannis is a two-time NBA MVP one-time defensive player of the year, most improved player. And now as of this week, um, the, the NBA champion finals MVP. Yeah. Um, it's crazy. as is, his, um, so one of his brothers is on the same team as him, mm-hmm. the bucks. And he has another brother who was on the Lakers mm-hmm. who won the championship last year. So now like literally all three of them started at the bottom yeah. and are all NBA champions. Yeah. It's it's incredible. I mean, for, the series was amazing. It was a it was a great he, series. He finished the series by scoring fifty points. Yes, fifty points. It was absurd, <laughs> along with five blocks and no, more than ten rebounds. It was probably one of the greatest performances I've ever seen. And I mean, I don't know, like I I could go on for days about Giannis. I think he's such he's a he's like the type of person that you want to be the face of your. Of your brand Yeah and He's the face of, I think he'll be the face Of the NBA going forward He's, he's just, just A humble dude Like he he works hard He's kind He he. Uh, I mean you could go on For days About all of it, The intangibles That, that he shows him. And it's like Deeper than like Because I think He'd be a great face For the NBA too Like mm-hmm. He actually made me Like interested In watching basketball mm-hmm. Which I don't know If you know this about me But <laughs> Takes a lot <laughs> takes a lot (laughs) to do that but you know it was just like a really fun series to watch game 5 he would like went off Yep. like I was kind of rooting for the Suns but game 5 like this boy dunks and like stares in the camera I'm like yeah (laughs) it's Giannis baby (laughs) yeah it's Giannis world we're just living it It truly guy's a goat you know Wynn got his uh, 50 piece Chick-fil-A nuggets (laughs) after the game like you can't hate this guy. He loves his his uh his wife and his his baby son. He had a he had a great quote and in the and um he didn't he actually didn't speak any English before he was drafted. Wow. Um. So yeah, he's been in the NBA since he was like 18 years old. Yeah. now oh, there was a side by side picture during game oh, six yeah. from his rookie season, <laughs> yeah. and now he gained 46 pounds of pure muscle. <laughs> Holy shit! <laughs> yeah, he's fucking huge. Yeah, he's huge. He's huge. I'm I'm trying to figure out what the fuck he did. Like, yeah. Do you imagine me? I mean, I need that. I need that workout plan for sure. Well, that's what I'm saying. Let me find out. I don't know if I can fulfill it, but if I could do even half of it, bro, I would take ten. Ten what? Ten pounds. <laughs> I was about to say ten workouts. Like, no, 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 yeah, ten pounds. Yo, ten pounds of muscle will go stupid on me. That's a like. lot. That's a lot of muscle, bro. Yes, whole oh, baby of <laughs> muscle though, oh. spread throughout your body. Uh, he had a in this one of his pregame uh, interviews. He had a great quote, and I, I mentioned the 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 language thing because he is there is a language barrier, and he's mm-hmm. still like his English isn't one hundred percent fluent uh but he said when you're living in the past that's your ego when you're living in the future that's your pride but when you're living in the present and you take full advantage of the present that's your that's humility and that's what he strives to do every day is just be humble so that was like really really introspective damn yeah. that's like beautifully said yeah like oh my god <laughs> This so, mean, man's a poet. He really is. That like I'm. I'm gonna think about that for days. Yeah. Wow. Shout out Giannis, man. Shout out. So shout out Giannis. For shout sure. out Giannis. We just want to give him some love. Um. So, he wasn't his space Jam. <laughs> I mean, yeah. I mean, speaking of faces of the NBA. All right. The current face. King LeBron. King James. In the words of the greatest villain of all time, Algie Rhythm. A.K.A. Don Cheadle. (laughs) Playing himself. (laughs) I think that was pretty poorly casted, honestly. Who would you have cast to be the villain of Space Jam? So uh, let me add some additional context as well. We went to go see Space Jam 2 this weekend. It's the second movie I've seen in theaters Mm -hmm. uh, since the world ended. What was the first? Quiet Place Part 2. This is a part two? Yeah. Wait, didn't didn't bro die? Well his family's alive. Yeah, but it's come on, that's Jim Halpert. You okay. got, He's yeah. He's still he directed the second one. His got, presence is felt. No, you gotta have Jim in there. He's in there, but it's like a flashback. But yeah, oh spoilers for a Quiet Place Part One. <laughs> Whoops. <laughs> bro, if you haven't seen that movie by now, yeah, man, it's been see? it's been a while. Yeah. <laughs> to actually when I saw it with Jasmine, she had not seen a Quiet Place Part One. Really? We were supposed to go see The Conjuring, but we missed the showing. Oh, so, so we saw Quiet of... Place Part 2, and she was like, what happened in the first one? And I was like, all right, <laughs> you can't speak. Jim from The Office <laughs> died. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> and it still worked. It was small movie. Yeah, But yeah, we saw Space Jam. It was me, RJ, Caleb, and Jasmine. And uh, what, what were your thoughts? We already talked about the villain a little bit. Who would you have cast if okay. not Don Cheadle? Um, yeah. So two, two questions there. Okay. First question. My thoughts. I've said it. I've said it once. I'll say it again. I'm a LeBron Stan. Yeah. (laughs) So I enjoy every and anything that LeBron James is in. With that being said, everyone outside of LeBron James and LeBron James's wife in that movie. Could have easily, I think, have been Recasted for an actor That would have been better suited for that role You think so? Yes Here's a thought that crossed my mind The kid who played his son (laughs) Was a better actor than LeBron in this movie I mean, that's not saying much though Oh yeah, it's not Like he's an actual actor Yeah He should be better than LeBron (laughs) That's what I'm trying to get to. Like that's like that. If that's the bar to what you're comparing him to, that means he was actually like bad. So I'll say this. I, I don't think he was horrible. He did his best. But okay. I think LeBron was the most entertaining actor in the whole movie. I agree. Which is more than I can say for a Space Jam classic. My, my my thing is like nowadays, I get I get it, He's a child actor. Like, how much do I really want to criticize? I don't know how old this kid is. He's probably like 13. 13, like whatever. Yeah. But like, there are amazing child actors out there. Like, think about like Umbrella Academy, for example. Yeah, that kid's pretty dope. That kid carries the show. Yeah. Is, is his name number five? Yes. Yeah, number five. The He's a character who is a grown ass man, but he is played in the body of like a 15, 16 year old kid. Yes. And like, he's pretty good. He, he carries he the show. It. He carries the show. The, the kids that are, if we want to talk about black kids, that's what I was about to say. Cause that boy white as hell. Yeah. <laughs> if We want to talk about black kids because obviously like, it's space jam. You're going to be LeBron's son. All the kids that are played in when they see us, absolutely kill it but they're like grown-ass men though okay but they are they're older now but it's it's jerome is not gonna play no, no, no. On son, my bro. point is that it's, it's basically it's demonstrated at this point that you can find an amazing actor regardless of age right well then, i guess how much money do you think they were gonna put aside to cast functionally a walking plot device I like mean, The kid doesn't really have that much they, to do with this should. I mean, they're making a shit ton of money from this music. I mean, from this from this movie. Right. I don't think it's that big of an ask to be like, you can find a better actor who could be LeBron's son. But how else are you going to have um, CGI, Jack Don Cheadle in the climax? <laughs> it's, it's I think they 20, have $20, 000, a little extra space like... in the budget to do a couple extra casting calls. Favorite. and then that and then Don Cheadle too like I don't think who, he was a great villain honestly I thought he was like I thought he was great I think you know who I think would have been better to play the same role though to play the same role mm-hmm. um damn I'm, I always blank on this dude's name what he, are you thinking of he's games? in True Detective Ma- Mahershala Ali yes no way bro yeah don't ask Mahershala to debase himself. <laughs> now while he's preparing for Blade, like... Right, you know. he, I, he doesn't miss. I he mean, would have Don, been actually missing. know t- typically doesn't miss either. He doesn't? Hotel Rwanda, bro! I, I actually, I think also... Um, what's his name? Sam. Sam something. Bro, it's um. You're thinking of his actual character's name is Sam Wilson. His name is Anthony Mackie. Yeah, Anthony Mackie. Anthony Mackie with his fucking smirk, bro. Like, that's what I'm saying. Like, (laughs) I think I think both of them. Okay, I think Anthony Mackie more than the other dude that I just mentioned would have been better for the role. Shorter than Don Cheadle though. Is he? Pretty sure. Is he? I mean, I. I Don't make okay. Now I have to look it up. (laughs) Bad thing. Bad thing. Who's taller, Don Cheadle or Anthony Mackie?
0: Anthony Mackie is taller.
1: Whatever she said, I was right. Let's go. Yeah, (laughs) let's go. We'll find out. Look, all I'm saying is, I like Don Cheadle as the guy. Okay. Well, let's get into your fuller thoughts. We talked about a lot about the acting. But none of that fucking matters because it's space. Jam. Okay, yeah. Outside yeah. of outside of the acting, I love the movie. To be honest,
0: yeah,
1: it's fire. I think the the my main criticism outside of the I know we've been talking about the acting. I honestly couldn't care that much about the acting because I don't go to space gym to see acting to see act. Because like, remember, like, we're going off Oscar level acting, right? Bill Murray, you know, post eighties comedies and yeah. pre. Um, What's the director that he started working with? That thing filled that in.
0: Wes Anderson.
1: That was like his worst era. Like, yeah, every all things just like being said about the acting, the acting is superior to the original Space Jam. And it's not close. No. and Which is a movie even that I the, grew up watching and absolutely like adored. Even with the Looney Tunes, like I was watching a clip from Space Jam OG and Bugs Bunny doesn't sound right. <laughs> Like, apparently, they didn't pay like the usual actors or whatever, because I think they were a union or something <laughs> hey, for the really? movie. Yeah. So, like, the OG Space Jam all had different actors from who usually does them. Yeah. And I was like, watching this one, I was like, oh, yeah, Bug sounds right to me Yeah, in this movie. LeBron James, better basketball player and actor than Michael Jordan. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> Whoa. Okay, so my thought, my actual thoughts, my main criticism of the movie. Was that they weren't really playing basketball? Okay, but were they playing basketball in the first one? Yes. Is it outside of Jordan jumping from half court and stretching his arm forty feet? It's 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 basketball. Is it though? It is. It, like, what's his name? Izzy Sam was literally shooting people <laughs> in the first one, bro. They did a whole Pulp Fiction bit. <laughs> <laughs> no, nah, bro their running is over like okay but two points is two points a basket is two points <laughs> two points is two points a basket okay so a, a layup is two points a three pointer is three points fine. a free throw is one point fine okay I'll take that there's no style there's points there's no power ups and no <laughs> and power There. I mean maybe there are power ups like you said there's guns and like the monsters are obviously ridiculous right. and it's the loony tunes like it should there should there be should, some it should sort be of should be goofy there funny. should be some looniness in there yeah but at the end of the day, two points is two points, and three points is three points. <laughs> like, going into halftime of this movie, the score was, like, 30 to 1,000. It was. Yeah. <laughs> All right, okay, so I'll give it this. One thing with the whole Don Ball setup, so for those who don't know, I guess I should just try and give a very quick plot summary. Mm-hmm. Space Jam, A New Legacy, stars LeBron James playing LeBron James, um, and basically... His whole deal is that his younger son, he really wants him to play basketball, but his son is way more attuned to designing video games, Mm -hmm. which feels like a weird choice on the writers until you get to the hook of this movie. Uh, He takes his son to a meeting that he has at Warner Brothers Studios, the people who are making this movie, (laughs) where their algorithm, a, a digital god played by Don Cheadle, is pitching... Basically, we're going to put you in our movies, LeBron. And LeBron, like me in the audience said, that is a very stupid idea. Yeah. The algorithm gets pissed and basically like Tron laser kidnaps his son and then LeBron into the giant Warner Brothers server universe. Serververse. Yeah. We're all. Thank you. Thank you for the serververse (laughs) where all of their intellectual property live on different planets. So we're talking like. Harry Potter, DC, Game Game of of Thrones, Rick and Morty, like Casablanca for some reason, the Wizard of Oz, King Kong, the Iron Giant. The list goes on. Basically, he's like, oh, LeBron, like I want to kidnap your Instagram followers. (laughs) So like you have 24 hours to make the sickest basketball team of all time and fight me. While meanwhile, he manipulates LeBron's son onto his team, et cetera, et cetera. Looney Tunes shenanigans ensue. And then the actual game um, that they play is based off the video game that LeBron's son was designing called Don Ball. And how it works is it's basically Mario Kart basketball, which (laughs) in my mind, my opinion differs in this a little bit, I like that more because it's just super visually interesting. Mm-hmm. I think the issue with it is that we don't know, like, how the game really works. Yeah. So visually, it's it's stimulating, but it's kind of emptier because, like you said, like, two points aren't worth two points. What are the rules? How do you... I mean, we don't really know the rules. We're what, not taught What is them. style? What, what yeah. counts as style? What counts as style? Why does Wily keep Coyote cloning himself and shooting himself to the hoop get them, like, 800 points? We don't know. Mm-hmm. But there is like a time god version of Dame Dash who pauses time. Not Dame Dash. What's his Dame name? Dame Dash is a very different person. Who's Dame Dash, bro? Dame Dash. <laughs> oh, Damian Lillard. Yeah, Dame- That's what I meant. <laughs> Dame Dash is a producer that <laughs> worked with Jay Z and was on Rockefeller Records. Have you ever seen Damien Lillard and Dame Dash in the same room? At the same time? Dame Dash has some crazy interviews. For those who don't know, you should look them up. I'm actually am super interested in looking those up. Yeah. Uh, thing. put a clip from one of the interviews in. <laughs> you know to go? You're not a leader. You don't know shit about my culture. Get the fuck out. You don't know shit about Jack. Get the fuck out, Randy Acker. That's why a lot is kick your fucking ass anyway. Excuse me? <laughs> well, that's crazy. Yeah, that is crazy. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> Damian Lillard uh-huh. is a time guy and he freezes time. And um, yeah, it was a fun movie. It was a fun movie. It was a fun movie. I enjoyed it. Total corporate uh, cash grab. Yeah. But, you know, I think it's like a new genre of movies now. that I think we're going to a lot more of Uh, the term that I've seen that's emerged is the corporate flex movie. Mm. What are some other examples? Uh, So the big examples recently, two of them are out of Warner Brothers. So Space Jam, then also Ready Player One. OK, where basically a corporate flex movie is, yeah, it has a plot. Yeah, it's a movie, but it's really like the hook of it is, is that it's an excuse to shove as many Easter eggs from your corporation's library of intellectual property in the movie as possible.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: So like the background of the space, of the big game and Space Jam is like every Warner Brothers thing ever, even when it like doesn't make sense. Yeah. You know, they took a Pepe Le Pew, the Looney Tune out of this movie. He's like the skunk who's always trying to, like, hook up with that cat. Cause like, Was <laughs> the cat in the movie too? No, neither of them were. That was, yeah, a different cat. It's not Sylvester. It's it like what? some random cat. It's it. not Sylvester? No, no, no. Sylvester Pe- was... Sylvester is in the movie. Pepe Le Pew is a different Looney Tune who has a different gimmick. I know who Pepe Le Pew is, at. but I'm saying is Sylvester in the movie. Yeah, Sylvester's in the movie. He's hilarious in the movie. He's in there. Okay. Yeah. I just don't remember. Yeah, yeah, he's there. Um, But they took Pepe out because he's a little, you know, rapey and stuff. He's, he's just catcalls. Right. I, like Sylvester's a cat, you know, it's just... <laughs> I don't think he trying to holler at it. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. <laughs> he's not in the movie. The point is, is that they cut him out because he's rapey. Sure. Okay. But then they had like the whole cast of A Clockwork Orange in the background who are literal rapists. <laughs> Just chilling, watching the game. And then next to the White Walkers and like Pennywise from It is there. And it's just like, okay, so this is just kind of weird. So that's a corporate flex movie. Uh, Ready Player One was a corporate flex movie. It gets a little leeway because, you know, it's also based off a book, but the book's trash. So that makes sense. Um And then another recent one was Wreck-It Ralph 2. Mm-hmm. Wow. I haven't seen either of those two. You haven't missed, you didn't miss much but it's basically they go to the internet and then they go to Disney.com basically. And there's a whole scene where they meet all the Disney princesses and like Iron Man Stormtroopers are there. It's just like an excuse to like flex the fact that you own all this shit. Mm-hmm. And then I think the, the original was probably space jam one. No, that's not true. Mm-hmm. One of the more famous examples was space jam one, the original is who framed Roger rabbit, which is also oh. the best movie out of those because they somehow were incredible. able to get all of the Looney Tunes, all of the Disney characters, and a bunch of other famous cartoon characters in one movie, and told an original story that was actually good. Yeah. Robert Zemeckis is just that nice. That's an incredible movie. Bro. That's an incredible movie. Everyone should watch that. Came out in the 80s, too. Like, they perfected this shit, and now we got to watch- um, That movie came out in the 80s? Yeah, bro. That's like 89. Wow! I know, and the technology behind it is still amazing to watch. Like, wow! Yeah, so this at this point, this is just Space Jam Two was good, but it's no Roger Rabbit. That's my no, review. No, 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 absolutely, it's, it's not. no Roger Rabbit. Absolutely not. A good ass movie though. Would you watch it again? I'd watch it again. I'd watch it with like kids. I put it on. For, you having kids? I don't have children. I don't have children. My girlfriend has two wonderful <laughs> nephews and a niece, though, and a goddaughter. huh. So, like, you know. That's, I mean, that's a lot. That's a lot of children. So, like, I would definitely watch it with them. I think they'd enjoy it. I, I, I don't want to hate myself watching it. Yeah. So, yeah. Not bad. Not a bad time at the movies. No, no. At the end of the day. Now, the real question is, is it better than Space Jam 1? That's a tough question. Mm-hmm. I. Think it's a really tough question. We have to address. I mean, do you have a thought immediately? Oh yeah, I, what? It's very clear thought actually. You think it's better? Easily. Really? I don't it's think easily. it's easily. Wow. I don't think it's close. And why? I I can say that without saying that either are good movies, in the traditional sense. No, I don't think either are objectively good movies. Right, but I mean, I that's think, not what you're you're going for. No, I think Space Jam won is kind of less entertaining. Mm-hmm. I mean there's just a lot of stuff to laugh at. Like Lola Bunny is presented in Space Jam 1 is actually objectively kind of hilarious. <laughs> you know, don't get too uncontrolled Caleb because now we're talking about furries. Um, but you know, when I was talking about Lion King 1 being a lot of people's sexual awakening like We spoke about this. We did speak about this. Lola Bunny definitely like was the other leading cause if not the leading cause furries man but it's also like they just put a sexy bugs money in the movie yeah for no real reason <laughs> and then at one point bugs literally like gets hard like his whole body likes <laughs> and it's like yo what is going on this is for children what's happening so if i mean if we were just ranking it on lolas alone like I think Zendaya voicing her was completely unnecessary for this movie. Uh Uh-huh. But, like, she was fine. Like, she was pretty cool. Bola's intro in this movie was significantly better. Oh, it was fucking sick, man. Yeah. That was dope. Yeah, it was was really dope. Yeah. And then I thought the 2D animation in the second one was way better. And I did not expect as much 2D animation as there was. And that's a dying art form in theaters. So it was cool to see that. You know, a bunch of artists get to flex like that. I love that, so that's why I say it's better for me. That's fair. I don't. It's. I think it's a. That's a really tough. It's really tough for me because one, I think they are like, even though it's the same franchise, mm-hmm. it's really different. Really different. Movies. It's. They're almost not even comparable to me.
2: Yeah.
1: Um. I think the original, the original Space Jam is one of those movies that. Like, I grew up with the VCR, and it was constantly played in my house. Mm. So for me, like, that's just, like, an iconic, nostalgic yeah. movie. I think the soundtrack is significantly better. The, including, like, I, 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 I mean, believe like, I give a lie. I, including, I believe... <laughs> <laughs> uh, no i mean like like why was the space jam theme song not played in the second movie? okay that actually pissed me off it's the space jam yes dance, dance, space jam. <laughs> all right like that's a classic <laughs> that why was that not played plus that song is a huge meme now like is it dude yeah <laughs> bro one of my favorite youtubers <laughs> ever <laughs> was a guy found because they were making mashups of that song with other music. Uh-huh. Cause the BPM apparently is like perfect where you could just mash the vocals up with anything. Bro, I'm telling you, yo, the space jam song as will be known is amazing. But it's goaded. Fly like an eagle. Amazing song. Who, who wrote that seal. Okay. Um, I mean, I Believe I Can Fly. We all know that song. It's R. Kelly. We don't... Yeah, but we all sing it in kindergarten. Yeah. We're all complicit. Well, more of our teachers the, are. But... The actual Space Jam song yeah. is iconic. Iconic. and in- iconic. iconic. There's no song off of this a new Space Jam album that's iconic. No. I think it's just because they were trying too hard to recreate the kind of energy of it. But I mean... I feel like R&B and, and rap is just a very different state than it was in 96. Yeah, definitely. You know, like you're, who's, the Jonas Brothers are on this album. Like, It <laughs> doesn't have, doesn't have the same weight to it. No, no, no. It doesn't no. have the same weight. So, I mean, if I, okay. okay. My answer, like, if I had to choose one to watch, I would go with the original Space Jam. That's fair. Um... But I don't think like I really like I really like both movies and it's a tough decision for me. I get that. I think I'll say this for Space Jam one. I think the fact that it's still culturally relevant after 25 years. I don't think the same is going to be able to be said for Space Jam two. I think the other thing, too, is that in this movie and it's addressed in the movie, Mm -hmm. the Looney Tunes aren't allowed to be Looney. And until like a five minute basically period. yeah basically the very end yeah yeah and they do recycle uh i don't feel like they're at their peak in terms of what their what kind of humor they are because like they kind of do a lot of the kid movie tropes in space jam 2 where it's like a lot of their jokes aren't actually jokes like daffy duck is probably one of the funniest Anything's in fiction ever, right? Mm-hmm. But a lot of his jokes in the movies are like kids' movie jokes. Yeah. Where it's like it's filler. It sounds like a joke till you think about it. So like something happens and they go, Uh-oh, that happened. Yeah. And you're like, huh? and you would go back and it's like, they didn't tell a joke though. <laughs> <laughs> they just reacted yeah. with the nothing phrase. Yeah. And I was like, but Daffy said it, bro, like it's hilarious. Like, I didn't like that. And it happened a lot in Space Jam too. Mm-hmm. But I also blame twenty five years of kid movies coming out. Yeah, and I mean, like, that, I mean that's the other thing too. Is yeah. like I very much understand that I view the original Space Jam through a nostalgic lens. Yeah, and so I'm I'm pretty biased. I'm pretty biased there, and that's like, fair. I'm not a kid. No, clearly. no, no. We, like, like we, all, we said in the beginning. Yeah, we, yeah, we said at the beginning. <laughs> These are boys. We, we some men out here. Yeah, <laughs> gotta respect Can't that. Just what? <laughs> 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 oh my god. So Space Jam. Space Jam 2 has been reviewed. Uh do you have any final final words, final comments? Uh was it worse thing in theaters, you think? Um I mean movie theater prices are ridiculous nowadays. They are, and I want to support them. But I'm also like I I love the movies. I love going to the movies. It's a yeah, I love it. But bro, like if everything is streaming on the day release on HBO Max what are we doing we're kind of planning ourselves yeah i mean i enjoyed going to the movies and watching this movie i don't regret that yeah but i don't know it is different now and i mean that's why people were movie theaters like wrote to disney basically cuz uh-huh. black widow had a big drop off on its second weekend and they're like, mm. it's because it's available on Disney+. Plus. Yeah. Now, we'll see what happens this next weekend, because the same thing happens for Space Jam. I think it will. And it's a similar problem. I think it will. I think all the people that wanted to see Space Jam in theater saw Space saw Jam. Saw Space and Jam. Jam in theaters, yeah. Because now you can just go home and watch as much as you want. Yeah. Like, I missed the first, like, five minutes of Space Jam too. I mean, I obviously didn't miss much. But... Like, I can literally, like, when we were leaving, I was like, oh, like, when I get home, I'll just, like, put it on. Yeah. And watch the first five minutes. And it's like, wow, I can do that. (laughs) Like. (laughs) For free. And I don't know if people are going to be willing to go back to the before times on that. Yeah. I mean, I don't know what that means for movie theaters. I'll say that. This, I don't regret going to see this in theater but that's because of the nostalgic value, LeBron James, whatever. Yeah. Most things are not bringing me out nowadays. No, it's got to be like really, really big. Like, I think the next movie I even have any intent of maybe seeing in theaters. I think I'll probably see the next Marvel movies, maybe. Black Widow, no. But Black Widow, I have no interest. Um, I might see Dune seems interesting. Mm-hmm. But off top, I'm really just waiting for Spider-Man 3 to come out, bro. Like, yeah. that's kind of it. I don't know. M- movies, and it's, it's not their fault. Obviously. No, it's not. The pandemic obviously had a huge impact. Just ruined them. everything. But And I hope they recover. But I think in order for them to recover, they need to, they need to stop doing this same-day release on streaming platforms thing. Yeah. Because and I mean, it, it pissed a lot of movie theaters off when when HBO Max and Warner Brothers as as that. it should. Yeah, and I mean, I understand because like the production companies were doing what they had to do to like make a buck, right? Um, during the pandemic, especially during especially during certain times and months where it was like, okay, there's no foreseeable Into end this. to this. Yeah, and they had to make that decision knowing that even. Where we're at now, you have no idea how it's going to affect box office returns. Like, yeah. are people going to be willing to go to movie theaters in the summer? Are people going to be willing to go in December? Are they going to be willing to go next year? Like, mm-hmm. they delayed, like, that Minions movie to 2022 <laughs> last year. <laughs> damn. Yeah, I was like, damn, like, they going to make a billion dollars off Minions? Like, why are make... they... <laughs> That's okay, you're really hedging your bet there. Like... <laughs> I've never seen any of those movies. You are missing nothing. Well, not even Despicable Me? No. I think Despicable Me 1 is cute. That's probably the nicest thing I could say about any of their movies. Mm. Yeah. Okay, with all that being said, go watch Space Jam. Yeah. Support LeBron James. Yeah, he needs it, bro. He's amazing. He got to watch game five of the finals in a chair. (laughs) So, you know, you didn't expect that. <laughs> He'll be back next year, it'll be alright. Should we move on to whack points? Whack points of the week, baby! Whack, whack points. points, put on a whack points theme song. Hey, hey, hey! No hey, music, hey, 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 hey! Whack music, hey, 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 hey,
0: hey! Whack points is the part of the show where we tally up who's whack this week. The current leaderboard is America with one million, Bill Cosby and his supporters with five thousand, Ryan Reynolds with two hundred, Caleb with sixteen, Shane with ten, and Ray J with negative one hundred whack points.
1: Thanks for the music bad thing. Yeah. I don't even know if she had music. She's probably like. Yeah, I know. I just, I don't know what to do with y'all for the most. Who, uh, who's up for some whack points this week? Uh, you already know it's that boy Geoff Benzos. No. <laughs> <laughs> Lex Luther decided to flex on us poor folk. <laughs> Got to space in his little dildo-shaped rocket ship. For five minutes? For five minutes. <laughs> Him and his his best friends and some random 18-year-old Danish teenager who won a contest. The funniest thing I've seen on Twitter this week has been, like, there's, like, a tweet where it's, like, oh, like, oh, yeah, please, please. It's, like, a Danish teenager, 18, everyone is, like, oh, he's, like, the youngest person to ever go to space. And everyone's, like... Bro, Wayne signed to um, Young Money at 12. Like, I don't give a fuck what this kid is doing. I saw one that was like, your daddy paid $28 million for for his son to do what a monkey did in 1957. <laughs> what a dog did. Bro, there was one of the original Russian cosmonauts, one of the first people to go to space. He went up with a gun. <laughs> Because he was prepared that he might land in the Siberian wilderness. Oh my goodness! You oh, gonna shoot some bears? Like, come on, bro, you ain't hard. I ain't scared of you. No, but you know he came back. You know, had the time of his life with his very rich laugh. Uh, Batting, can you put his laugh in? Don't he sound rich? Don't he sound rich? Like he got a rich laugh. How, how many how many whack points is, is Jeff Bezos getting this week? Well, let's see America for, for using millions if not billions of dollars of, of uh, the hard workers, taxpayers, <laughs> Amazon slave warehouse workers money to just take a five minute joyride into space and then rub it in our fucking face and rub it in our face. Well, you know, I, I got to keep America year You know old. I got to keep America at the top of the white points list, but this man is second. You got to be second, and it's close. <laughs> really. I'm giving him at least like 60,000 whack points. 16, 60, with a 60. America's at a million right now. Yeah, America's at a million. Okay, I'll give Jeff Bezos 60. 60 sounds right. There's a lot yeah. of billionaires, and he obviously is the richest one of all, so I gotta think we got I think that also includes all the people that w- went along with him. Like the original oh, dude yeah. that was supposed to be on the flight that paid thirty million dollars and was like, "Oh, I actually have a scheduling conflict." I actually I didn't know that. Are you yeah. serious, yeah. <laughs> bro? What scheduling conflict has you missing going to space? Yeah, <laughs> like I mean, fuck them in general. But I'm just saying, if I was that guy, like I'm going to space. I paid for it. Yeah. What scheduling conflict? You had a dentist appointment, bro. Space. Catch me outside orbit. <laughs> well, actually. um... There were, I think, there was an article, or maybe a discussion with with Bezos about sort of the future of of this, like mm. this joyride, and what what the plan is for that. And I think they're discussing having this being a reoccurring thing, um, bringing more people on, and it'll be a reduced price, like a fixed price at two hundred fifty thousand dollars. People to ride into space. So it's two hundred fifty thousand dollars, and they were in the they were in space for how long? They they haven't decided yet. No, I'm saying no. How long were they in space on this? Tour? Oh, I mean they were there for like ten minutes. The return on investment <laughs> of that compared to a roller coaster <laughs> is probably much much worse. I waited three hours to ride one roller coaster in Universal Studios, Florida. Three. Not three. It was like an hour forty-five. Shit! it was long. It was a long ass line. But <laughs> I didn't have to pay two hundred fifty thousand dollars to get in. That's a lot of money. That's a lot of money to go to but space. If you had which it is like admittedly that, very cool. If you had it. If I had it like that. If it was okay, actually no, let me say this. Because two hundred fifty thousand dollars, regardless of how much money you have, That's a lot of money. Is a lot of money. It could one hundred percent be used towards greater things. Yes, not only for yourself, but, but for, for the world. The world. If it was free, I'd go. You would go. You wouldn't be scared. You wouldn't have any reservations. On the off chance I could talk mad shit to Jeff Bezos and space. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, like Bezos wouldn't be there. At oh, that point, God. it's like, it's just like. Oh, so it's you like have me like, and my homies going to space? It's like a, you have their ride operator. It's like if you look to your left, it's the Great Wall of China. If you look to the right, it's the fucking Mount Everest. And like, if you look up, it's the endless void of outer space. Yeah, like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, and I'd do it. If it's free. Yeah, okay, you would do it? Yeah. Yeah, I would do it too. You going too? You i in space, do. bro. I don't want to be up there long. I know, you know, kind of fucks off your bones and shit. Like. You can't really shit. You're That's supposed to grow. I, I mean, I wouldn't mind growing a little, a couple extra. You do grow a couple, but you gotta be up there a while. And your know, bone density kinda fucked. <laughs> That's alright. I, I feel like I got density. You'll open. take the L yeah. for another two inches. <laughs> I would reduce a little density for some length. <laughs> I would re, reduce some girth for some width. What? A, from like. <laughs> <this time. laughs> the effects of zero gravity last longer than four hours. <laughs> 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 Um, weak. No, with 60,000 wire points to, to <laughs> Jeff Bezos seems fair since he, you know, rules the world and <laughs> shit is crazy, bro. Did you hear about the Frito-Lay strike? No. The workers are Frito-Lay are, are striking. Why? Because the conditions are terrible. And, you know, there's a uh, chip packing and everything. Uh-huh. And like, apparently an anonymous report Somebody died on the packing floor. And they are like, oh my God, somebody just died. And management was like, move the body. <laughs> Evil. Yeah. Evil. This, was, this was in the United States. Sure enough. Wow. Well, because see, everybody likes this shit happens here. It, it doesn't happen. No, it does. It does. Just to hide. And you're just like... I didn't know. I was not aware of the Frito. Yeah, I just heard about it a couple days ago. But power to those people. I wouldn't cross the line. Hell yeah. Don't... I mean, this is the other thing with with Amazon, too. Because people are like, man, mad people on Twitter be like, man, fuck Amazon. And then they'd be ordering shit from (laughs) Amazon.com. But what I learned recently is Amazon.com basically operates at a loss. Yeah. Because the reason they're so successful, quote unquote, is because they sell everything like at cost or below yeah what really makes amazon money is they basically own half the internet their mm-hmm. web services Yes. everything runs off those servers like a third of everything on the internet the most popular shit too runs off their servers and they get paid for that yeah so if you really wanted to like fully boycott amazon you would have to get off the internet and it's just that's the thing all these corporations are so deeply ingrained like Frito-Lay's on by Pepsi I mean phone. I would say like Amazon Amazon.com like the actual like retail like shopping website mm-hmm. is operating at a loss right now right but the reason why they're doing it is like a pure like capitalistic play they're trying oh, yeah. to to price gouge all, all the competition yeah and, and
2: eventually so like, there'll
1: be none left because you can't get cheaper than what Amazon like yeah and I mean that's why like that, I mean that's why the outlook on the company is still so great, even though it's it's massive. Is because like one Amazon Web Services, like you said, it's mm-hmm. like a premier. That's what's going to keep cloud um, A premier cloud service, along with like Google Azure and like mm-hmm. a couple other things. So that's number one. But secondly, it's like there the assumption is that once Amazon prices out all the competition within like small. Fields. like for example there was one case where it was like it was literally like a diaper company was suing Amazon because Amazon just kept reducing and reducing and reducing the it's prices of diapers on until market. like they were able to monopolize that industry mm-hmm. like that market and if they can do that across the board to get comp- to reduce competition to the point where there's none, then they can just raise prices again, and and, and no one can do anything. No about one it. Can do. Yeah, they have no choice but to buy from Amazon because there's nowhere else to buy from. Shit. That world's ending, bro. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. It's just endless greed. It's it's really unfortunate. So I I don't get excited when I see the fantastic boar go to space like. I don't. The Fantastic Bore? Yeah, dude, because it's four of them. Somebody, like, photoshopped them, and I was like, how dare you? Like, stop comparing these people to superheroes. Yeah, and I saw Jeff Benzos in his cowboy hat. <laughs> What's up with that? What are you doing? Oh, I can't stand this man. First, it was Elon Musk is just like Tony Stark, and now it's Jeff Benzos is the infatuation with, with billionaires. It's just weird. It's really weird. Specifically Elon Musk. Because he's he just has, an asshole. He has like the biggest cult following out of all of them. Yeah, for sure. That's um, not close. I don't and I don't really know how to describe it. But he is kind of like just a shit poster on, on Twitter. No, he's he's just a Redditor. Yeah. With money, bro. That's yeah. it. Did you see when he was like trying to promo um like, Dogecoin and shit on Saturday Night Live. Yes. And then they spiked. And then they decreased instantly. Yeah. He's just a shit poster. See, if you're going to be a famous famous for being, like, a shit poster, at least be like Donald Glover. Like, be cool about it. What does he post? Well, see, that's the thing. He doesn't post on the internet anymore. Because, you know, he had, like, his evolution out of the cocoon of being a shit poster. Uh-huh. We didn't forget. I mean, he started on YouTube, uh... Derek comedy and that shit was hilarious. Derek Comedy was amazing. It was amazing. Yeah. <laughs> they have their movie mystery team. Oh. Dude, that shit is a wow. Really fucking funny. I have like to a watch it again. Deep memory for me. Yeah. You gotta go like you gotta reach in the the brain and snatch that out. He's, I mean, my one of his my one of my favorite songs of his, Bonfire, is a massive three minute <laughs> one. Oh, bless you. <laughs> Aggressive ass knees oh my god (laughs) grown ass (laughs) man sneezing alright go ahead go ahead I'm I'm losing the thread yeah bonfire is like a three minute long shit post (laughs) the whole song is it is I I know every word so let me remember the start of the song yeah go ahead sing the whole song Okay, it's childish Gambino, homegirl, drop it like the Nasdaq. Now watch this. Move white girls like this Coke of my ass crack? What are you doing? <laughs> What's going on? You talking about random Sega Genesis games hanging in the islands looking for Earl like Toe Jim? <laughs> Made the beat, then murdered it. Casey Anthony, what? <laughs> Whose mans is this? Nah, he's shit posting, man. It's just like Jesus is the one from Zack Fox. And actually, you know, I'm gonna say it right now, a both black people, like, niggas just do it different, bro. Like I don't Elon Musk shit posting is not entertainment to me. It's just not. I mean there's Especially a because he got money. There's a difference when you make it clever and there's double entendres, triple entendres, and there's rhythm and flow and like a real beat versus you being like Dogecoin, LMAO. Hey, like, Dogecoin. Um, yeah, I'm going to smoke this joint on, on Joe Rogan, guys. Yeah, like, come on. There's Does anyone some, even watch Rick and it's Morty? It's swag, like, at the end of the day. Yeah. Does Elon it, Musk has no drip, so I don't understand Elon why he Musk has been negative, negative drip. Negative drip. Let's honestly give some Elon Musk some whack points. Yeah, Elon Musk, clean 30, 50. <laughs> Bad thing. Update the leaderboards. Update the leaderboards. Elon play. Musk and Geoff and Jeff Benzos. Yeah. Yeah. Put them on the whack points leaderboard.
0: Gladly. They both bring shame to robots everywhere. 60,000 whack points to each of them.
1: I'm proud of us. We haven't gotten whack points in a while. (laughs) Yeah, we missed the last episode. Yeah, we didn't do it. Well, it's because last episode was recorded with episode four back to back. That's true. I also completely forgot to upload episode five. (laughs) Y'all get on on Friday the 23rd. You'll be listening to this episode and it will be out. So don't be mad at me. Should we move on to our, our final topic? We should. What's our final topic, Caleb? <sighs> Jordan Peele. Jordan Peele's back with another movie, baby. Yes, sir. The young master of, of Negro horror. What's uh What's the name of the movie? It's called Nope. I haven't seen the trailer yet. There's no trailer yet. Oh, just it's, like... It's uh, literally just that poster. Okay. Of a, a menacing looking cloud over a, a bright city nestled in the mountains. Yeah. Um, it stars Daniel Kaluuya... The star of Get oh, Out. Oh, you already know. You already know it's going to be fire. Yeah. Daniel's back. Let's go. Yo, what if it's a sequel? If it's of a Get sequel Out. to Get Out. What's the name of it? Nope. I mean, Get Out and Nope are both things I shout at people during horror movies. So, I mean, Get Out, obviously an incredible movie. Get Out slaps. Us? I'm still kind of scarred by that one. I saw it for the second time. Finally. We watched us together. Rich. We watched us together. We saw it at the um, Magic, Magic Johnson, Johnson Theater. theater. In that was like that was a hard time in Harlem. <laughs> that was amazing. Some woman came up to us like, "Oh, you want these nachos?" I snuck food in. <laughs> and we were like, "Oh, word, sure." And then uh, pre-COVID movie theater experience. Yeah, yeah, hit different, bro. <laughs> yeah, we saw it. and It was really good. Um, and I'm not a big scary movie guy, but. I've loved both of
0: that's one of those movies, movies where it's
1: like I feel like there are different categories of scary movies where there's like there's like the jump scares right but then there's like the intellectual like kind this of is terror type terror like this is like it's like walking the ledge of like reality mm-hmm. and things being like I mean not in fantasy i guess if that makes sense right and i feel like um both us and get out do like an amazing job There's at walking that right. line where it's like okay this this is like not possible hope but it's like hopefully hopefully not <laughs>
2: yeah,
1: yeah. but i can see how it's echoing things that are not only possible but are happening yes or do happen exactly it's and I think that's I think those movies are, are far more terrifying at least for me than like the jump scares of like a, a Texas Chainsaw Massacre or like Michael right. Myers type. or like the super gory stuff too mm-hmm. you know like I started watching horror movies fairly recently because I'm you know I, I I don't understand the appeal because we men now yeah because we're men <laughs> No, it's because my girlfriend loves horror movies, so... Really? Yeah, Jasmine's, like, a huge... Like, we went to go see the Halloween reboot. That shit was horrifying. <laughs> that shit was terrifying. And now the sequel drops in October. She's like, oh, my God, we went to go to the station she saw a poster. I was like, why? I don't know. I don't remember myself. I saw both It's... It's 1 and 2. It 2 was trash, bro. <laughs> like, now I'm starting to appreciate them a little more, but... Uh-huh. I still don't think like fear is still a thing for me, you know? Mm-hmm. So I feel like Jordan Peele. I, okay. Also quick plug, my favorite, not my favorite, but definitely the first YouTube video I made for my channel. Do not watch Shane. Uh, that's the name of the channel. You should check it out. Uh, is about black horror. So you should watch that. let talk about why get out is good. Um, and why stuff like love cat country and uh, antebellum, have issues Mm -hmm. and I think it's because like you were saying Caleb like they're walking like this thin line between like reality and fiction yeah but it's like you ever go to Chipotle and they're like no hear me out hear me out hear me out (laughs) and they got the sour you know they got the sour cream in one bin right and they got like the the guac in another right Uh and you ask for some guac and you see in the container that they somehow got mad sour cream in there (laughs) then they give that to you and you're like that's not what I wanted uh-huh that's what happens with with these these uh also rans that have come from jordan peele's sort of like signature no i'm serious <laughs> like they put some they put some wait i'm confused what uh, no i'm bringing it together i am bring it together they put some fiction in the reality <laughs> or some reality in the fiction to try and spice it up and instead it's like oh no this is disgusting now because there's no attention to what this might taste like. Oh, okay. Like it's in bad taste. Okay, I see. Okay. So, okay. like a spoiler for Lovecraft Country, there's literally a scene in which the white villain of the show, she's like a witch or whatever, or a wizard, who cares. She literally, in order to deepen her empathy for other black people, this is set in the, it's not the 50s, is it? In the 60s. But basically, in the canon of the show, the murder and lynching of Emmett Till has just happened. And to deepen her understanding of this black woman that she knows, she literally pays two white men to murder her in the exact same way that Emmett Till was murdered. And they show it all on screen. Jesus Christ. It's like, now, wait a minute. What got us thinking that recreating awful shit that happens to black people in like very specific detail is somehow one progressive and two good for people it's not and i feel like that's the wrong lesson i learned from get out because get out is it doesn't do that yeah it doesn't and uh, i mean yeah we, we've already said our praise for both get out and us mm-hmm. you can't ignore key and peel bro <laughs> You can't ignore Keith. Golden. The skits, the skits on that from that show are are honestly timeless. Yeah, Chappelle show level easily, if not in some cases above. Yeah, I would say at, at its peak above. Yeah, honestly, like there, there's some really like when they're firing on all cylinders, like yeah, they are so good. And then there was like a lot of like. Horror kind of like comedy sketches in there, which is where like Peel, like I guess, started flexing that muscle. Then he left that shit and got an, an Oscar off rip. Like I think, um, wait, what's um, what's the second guy's name? Keegan. It's uh, J- Jordan Peel and Keegan Michael Key. Keegan Michael Key. Um, he hasn't been as successful in his is uh directing. What did he direct? You ever watch Friends from college? Don't remind me. <laughs> Gotta give. I finished season one, and I was like, I hope they don't make more. I just don't want to watch a, a, two people just cheat on their partners yeah. for a whole season of television. Like that's literally all of that's was. A whole that's all of season one. I'm yeah. like, you guys are awful people. It's like I finished. I okay. Are, is there a second season? I think they made one. Oh, there is a second season. It's actually worse than season. Oh my god! I don't think I finished it. Ah, oh, I couldn't imagine. Like, well, Addy, how could like, it get worse? Addy's like the thing is, you know when the, you're you know when you're watching bad tv but it, you're still entertained by it mm-hmm. that's how i felt about season one but in season two was like this is bad tv and it's not entertaining right it's like oh this is just it's just God. bad yeah <laughs> you are you monsters yeah. <laughs> why would you put this out <laughs> into the world um but shout out to him too no yeah i mean they reunited I for story four. he's in a lot of um He's in a lot of like films now, like as an actor. He's in a new uh, Apple TV show that actually looks kind of interesting. What is it? It's like he and his wife, who he's not cheating on in this show. Um, I says, they, huh? I says, I says,
2: <laughs> <laughs>
1: they're in the show. Yeah, uh huh. <laughs> and they basically get trapped in an old school musical, like a pocket dimension. Mm. everybody's singing and it looks kind of fun I like musicals so I'll probably watch it I still got that Apple TV subscription yeah after I bought a new phone and then they are like you get a year of Apple TV Plus and I'm like cool because I'm not paying for that shit <laughs> like, <laughs> make sure you cancel on time hell yeah oh yeah year's coming up yeah August that's how they get you that's how they get me man I better go watch Ted Lasso <laughs> which is apparently very good <laughs> Do we have anything else on on Jordan Peele? Any any final thoughts? Uh, I hope this movie's sick, and I'm looking forward to it. I have year. no I have no doubt that this movie will be sick. Yeah, honestly, it's not going to be Antebellum like. Jordan Peele and Daniel Kaluuya together, Chef's Kiss. I, there's no way, bro. And Kiki Palmer's in this. Yeah, there's no way it'll be bad. Any proud in the mix? They even got Stephen Yoon, the voice of Invincible. Really? Yeah, Glenn from The Walking Dead. Wait. That's the same dude. Really? Yeah, he was also Avatar 1 in The Legend of Korra. And he was... Who else was he? Oh, he was in Minari, that movie then. How much of The Walking Dead did you watch? Bro, none of it. I've never seen it. Ever. My only engagement with The Walking Dead franchise is, is I played the game. Uh-huh. Like, the choose-your-own-adventure type thing. Because it was, like, the first game to make me, like, sob, crying. <laughs> Oh, my God. That game. Please play that (coughs) game recommendation. I don't think any game has made me cry before. Bro, well, let me introduce you. The Last of Us was close. I still haven't played The Last of Us. The Last of Us was really close. Uh, It's unfortunate that I've just been spoiled for The Last of Us 1 and 2. Oh, that is is unfortunate. I have a PlayStation now, so I can, like, play these things. But I just feel like it's not going to hit the same knowing where it goes. No, it, it won't. But also Still incredible regardless. I thought the same thing about the Spider Man PS four game and it still it hit me in the gut. I think there's kind of a difference when you play it. Yeah. Even when you know it's coming, it's like, damn, like now I feel like this is me. <laughs> I am I was in the story. <laughs> <laughs> but okay, we don't we won't have to talk about The Walking Dead though. Yeah. I, I watched like the first four or five seasons, fell off. Yeah, I mean they're on their Hard. last season coming up now. Hard, for it. I mean the last season should have been like 10, eight years ago. <laughs> so I hope, I hope, I really hope this is really the end. This is it. You know, it's got to take it takes a shot to the head to really kill it. <laughs> <laughs> so I've been told. Oh man, what do you, you think you would like? How long you think you would survive in a zombie apocalypse? Bro. <laughs> Let me tell you right now, <laughs> I thought about this a lot. Uh-huh. I thought about this a lot. So, am I starting out in my current situation right now? Right now. I feel like anyone who's in New York City is fucked. Right now, 80% of New York City turns into zombies. We're fucked. I would say 2% of New York City are already zombies. <laughs> <laughs> you ride the subway with or the bus and you see the <laughs> so, oh shit well okay let me before before we continue let me just say we're, we're assuming the zombie scenario is played straight but also I think a lot of people who are fans of, of zombie apocalypses <laughs> and thinking about it like are high key just like huge like misanthropic assholes who are like are just kind of looking for an excuse to shoot people in the head yeah uh, so let me make that clear um but if I was put in that situation, and you gotta do what you gotta do, I'm simply built different. <laughs> you think so? I'm not like these other niggas, bro. In what way? Because you know, all these other they got guns and they're like, oh, I gotta get a headshot. I'm like, listen, when shit hits the fan, I'm just running, bro. Yeah, like
0: they they always fast, talk
1: though. about, oh, well, if we're talking off Walking Dead rules, the whole thing, it's kind of dumb that anyone dies by a zombie in The Walking Dead. After a certain point, because they don't have fast zombies in that universe. What gets them is they the herds. So there's a shit ton of them. Yeah. In one area, I would simply walk around them. Oh, run! Wow. You can only run so long, though. That's true. The other thing is I can't drive. So that's why I say in my current situation, not only am I built different, I live with someone who can operate a motor vehicle. <laughs> Shout out Jasmine. So I think... <laughs> I like to think I'd live for a certain period of time, but I do think if anything happens, to long I was close was to, question. How long? I got a good six months, I think, max. That's a, that's a pretty significant chunk of time. I think that's pretty significant. I don't, I don't think most people make it that far. I mean, no. I mean, you got to think like pharmacies will be cleared out instantly. Yep supermarkets grocery stores will be cleared out instantly your best bet honestly is probably to just like find a grocery store that has like planting soil and like lock it down you could feasibly like grow mushrooms in there and shit and live indefinitely i mean you gotta you gotta buy as many not buy you gotta just take as many canned foods as possible right but then them shits. i'm saying i'm locked myself down in a grocery store and that's where i live I mean, the thing is like being a, a city is not where you want to be. No, that's what I'm saying. A city York, is the worst fun. place to be. I mean, we're in one of the most densely populated urban centers on the yeah. planet. Yeah. Easily our solar system. Like the traffic just to leave the city. So imagine a hey, zombie apocalypse. Don't stay home for this one. You got to leave like <laughs> hmm. <laughs> flash warning. <laughs> yeah with the flash floods and shit plus people are just gonna be tweeting about it like oh this shit is just joking <laughs> like nah I know man they's gonna be making TikToks like yo saw all a zombie on the street that's honestly New York might be fine <laughs> I just feel like everyone's just gonna laugh at all that's what I was saying there's this already is, zombies in this city that's bro. what I'm saying we're already a little too used to it yeah she's like oh word <laughs> you won't bite me though <laughs> he's got like enough like energy for like one word it's like your mother and then it's like, oh, shit. <laughs> his hands now <laughs> running <and> things <laughs> nah I feel like New York might, might be alright nah I, honestly I wouldn't, I wouldn't want to be in this wouldn't want to be in New York City if the apocalypse began. no I mean because I've seen too many movies where it always starts here maybe like initially if I if I was given some sort of head start and it's like okay I know I have all the resources here right stock up and dip but like once shit really hits the fan this is not where i want to be you know we're talking about pure degradation of society uh, yeah no for real like i am legend if will smith had just left the city i mean he would have been i think he would have been a lot better off Well, he's trying to find a cure. That's why he stayed. That's why he stayed, yes. Oh, so you're about to be like, well, I'm going to leave that to them smart I'm trying to survive. I'm not trying to find a cure. Mm. I take mine, I take what's mine and the people around me and let's go live our own life. Who do you think would betray you? Let's say you and I, like, it was just you and me and the zombie apocalypse. Like, you think we're going to stay cool the whole time? I mean, I would hope so. Me too, right? Like... If you got bit, I mean, I would have to shoot you in the head. You're not gonna yeah. Whoa whoa hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Where am I getting bit? I'm saying if if No, but where would I get bit in your mind? Where did your mind go where I got bit? If you never know what could happen. I'm asking, where am I getting bit? Is it on my is it on my hand? Oh, you're saying you would cut off where you I you would cut off where you got bit i would hope before you shoot me shit at least find out if okay, it works yeah, no I, whatever whatever but like you gonna make it clean right like, shooting you in the head would be a, the the last thank you that's scenario. all i wanted to hear Scenario. i mean i i, I want to live yeah yeah of course i mean losing a hand like you know would suck i get over it because be i only say that because like if i were to be turning if i were to turn into a zombie i would want you to shoot me in the head too because I, I don't we, think that's like... We shoot each other in the head. I, that's not an existence that I would want to live. You know? No, I don't want to be a zombie. No, I would I would want you to shoot me in the head too if I knew I was turning. Yeah. And I want to I be one of those people because, you know, there's always that guy in the movie who gets bit in secret. And they're like, nah, I'm not going to turn, bro. Yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah. And they're just like in denial, like, yeah. nah. i want to yeah. be like, okay, like, I feel some weird shit. Yeah. Like, definitely want some brains right now. I'm my, like, my, uh, my, you, my fingertips kind of tingling. Yeah. Right? right. I'm just feeling a little, it's a chill. Yeah. Nah, clap me, bro. I looked at you and just salivated a little bit. Yeah. Pause. I was like, hmm. Don't top looking kind of tasty. Like, yeah. <laughs> nah, just go ahead. Yeah. Go ahead and finish that off, bro. But I'm like, I'm not feeling any of that. Cause who knows? Cause if you just cut my arm off. It could also be blood loss. You don't know what's killing me. <laughs> That's I mean that's also fair yeah. yeah so we should probably learn how to amputate limbs what's it what's it called when you uh like burn oh you cauterize the wound? yeah yeah what are you gonna do it with just fire I mean ideally yeah, I'd have like a blowtorch or something a blowtorch this or like we have some sort of fire put the metal in the fire and Jesus Christ <laughs> it's so popular bro, so I would probably be gotta... I would probably just be like okay fuck it just shoot me bro. <laughs> <laughs> like, <laughs> that's a little too much too much too much oh my goodness so you got six months i honestly i think it would last six weeks <laughs> that's probably more realistic for me because like, we're starting in new york that's the that's the high end leaving new york that's that's the most like obviously that's the most risky part assuming you actually make it out of the city like Bro, you just be constantly stressed. We talked about you um, never gonna have a good nice sleep. We talked eating. about a quiet place earlier today. Like that's really no life to live. No life to live. Can't speak. Yeah. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's tough. Got to got to find food. Like can't, can't go, can't can't go say to the grocery store. I probably yeah. I probably eat some like poisonous mushroom or something. For sure, I, the wilderness wouldn't be for me. Yeah. anything i try to find like cities that are like abandoned Hmm. you know i'm not a farmer (laughs) but okay so this is again i guess building to the what i was saying earlier like aren't low-key like zombie fantasies just like a a right-wing wet dream in what way like if you're that guy who's like out here training your militia because you're afraid they're going to take away your guns and also like you know sorry not to fully lean stereotypes but also you live in like an area of the country where agriculture is more of an essentially known skill, like you are, by nature of a zombie apocalypse, much more likely to survive. Yeah. Sparser population, abundant farmland. Armed. Armed. Like, it's basically like Yeah, I have no guns. I if I don't know where you were at on January sixth, <laughs> you're gonna live longer than six months in a zombie apocalypse. Yeah. Like Good for y'all, I guess. Yeah. Sucks for black people, though. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding. There are black people in the South who are very abundant. I'm just saying. It's not looking good for the boys. It's not looking great. It's not yeah. looking great. Most of the people who will make you. it a long time are going to be the racists, bro. That's, I mean, that's pretty fair. Damn. There's, there's people who are, like, actually, like, really prepping for this now. Yeah, because they think the vaccine is... Um, no like even before the vaccine they had like full i forget what they're called like the underground the bunkers yeah bunkers yeah full of like canned foods arm armory like they're ready to go no way to live bro they're not gonna make it a year down and that's what i'm saying like just constant fear. People are living in constant fear that that would happen. Yeah. If it were to happen, I couldn't live with that constant fear, constant stress. Like that's just not me. I mean, you, you bring up a good point though, is that some people are in constant fear that the world's going to end. Like regardless. Yeah. yeah. And like, that's no way to live in this moment. Exactly. Sad as fuck. I was reading about this one kid who was a survivor of the, the Stoneman Douglas school shooting. Mm -hmm. Um, and his dad, like, went full QAnon, and it's basically, like, telling his kid, like, how could you, like, discontinue, like, telling this lie? Like, he basically is calling his kid, like, a false flag. In what way? Like, he's saying that, like, the kid is in on, like, a government conspiracy, and that it was faked. Like, the shooting was fake. Yeah, and the kid was, like, oh survived. Oh, gosh. And it's just, like, oh, my, like, th- in their mind, like, the zombie apocalypse is already happen you can't convince them otherwise like wow that state of like deeply deeply like deeply embedded fear that the world is out to get you yeah like they're already there some people are already there and it's just sad that is that is really sad yeah wouldn't wish that on anyone no i really wouldn't it's unfortunate i wish them peace (sighs) With all that being said, shout out Jordan Peele. Shout out Jordan Peele, man! <laughs> that movie's gonna go crazy. Yeah. <laughs> no idea what it's about. Uh, yeah, I think. Yo, that's episode six, Caleb. What do you think this episode is gonna be called? I'm trying to think if there was like any emergent any, any ideas. Um, it's a good question. We we you know we're men. We're men. Let's go sort of recurring theme. You know, <laughs> we spoke about zombie apocalypse. Talk. Jordan Peele, Space Jam, Giannis, Giannis Kanye. Mhm. Um, we got some options in there. We got some options. Definitely a lot of interesting conversations. Obviously biased, of course. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, we could we can think of something, bro. Yeah, you think of something. We'll, we'll come up with something along the way. Yeah. I'll, I'll have to listen back, and, and I'm sure something will come up. Yeah, we'll decipher something. Uh, my last thing I'll say before Bad thing signs us off. With the socials that she also put at the beginning of the episode. I think Giannis is a demigod. I think his dad's Zeus. From Greek God to Greek, from Greek Greek to Greek God. Yeah. I'm not, I'm not arguing against that. Yeah. There you go. Yeah. Practical, the code. My boy Percy Jackson out here. We <laughs> gotta close out. Yeah, on. we gotta close out. This the is evening. another long episode like episode two, baby. But it's <laughs> episode six. I had to put up six, but you can't see me. Only I can see myself on this camera, so peace, y'all. Aye. Bye. Bye.
0: <laughs> Enjoying anything but work? Find us on Instagram at ABW Podcast and on Twitter at Anything But Work. For business inquiries and general mail, our email is the but work pod at gmail.com.